Ask the Podcast Coach for November 3rd, 2018. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that fun-filled music. It means, hey, look, it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting. Com. And joining me right over there, keeping the one Jim Collison's seat just a little warm until he returns. You know him, you love him. He's Mr. Podcast Minute Atlantic. He's Mr. Super Joe Pardo. Joe, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. Thank you so much for having me. Hall of Famer Dave Jackson <laughs> in the house. I, I am honored to be able to keep Jim's seat warm over here in South Jersey. Speaking of keeping warm, it looks like you got a long sleeve shirt on today. Is it cold in there? It is. Like yeah. I woke up and I asked, uh, what's her name? The woman in the tube. I go, what's the temperature outside? She said, it's 39. And I'm like, really? Crap. And I'm like, how? And then she's like, it will be, it's going to get to like 46. And I'm like, all right, I guess we're going long sleeves today, you know? So it's, uh, it's Ohio, you know, what are you going to do? And there's no snow. So I will take that. It has been raining here for like three days and I have lakes. I live in a place called Hunter's Lake. So anyone want to kill me or stalk me? There you go. You know where I live now. And, um, it's weird because all these lakes have pipes in them that, that if you get like excess rain, it, it, you know, ships off the rain to different places. And the one like pipe that would like, like the overflow pipe was underwater. And I went, that's not a good sign. That means we've had a little too much rain. So that's always fun. But uh, Joe, if people wanted to find you, like I thought about this, uh, should I ask this before we hit record? Where do we send people to find Super Joe Pardo? SuperJoePardo.com, of course. Where else would you go? It's just that easy. And, uh, well, one of the things I want to ask you, let's, let's just start there. We have ton, if you have tons of podcast questions, feel free to jump on in. It's askthepodcastcoach.com slash join, or we are live over at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. If by chance you are watching this on the YouTubes, do not use the YouTube chat because for whatever reason, YouTube chats do not let people put in links to things. And often we'll be linking to stuff. So you got to come over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash live and uh <laughs> so um you have a book right sales help me with the title sales will not save your business saves sales won't save, save your, your business. business yes that is correct it's right back here and so let's just start with that because as a podcaster we are all kind of in business at times if you want to make money with your podcast so uh in the immortal words of gary coleman what you talking about willis well i'm what I am talking about, Super Dave Jackson, is that if you are looking to grow your business, um, sales will help you. You know, they help you have a business. But once you get to a certain point, you really need to focus on the top, and that stands for team, offer, and process. If you want to grow and scale your business, and and when I came up with this title, a lot of people were pretty, it was kind of inflammatory, apparently, right. to a lot of people. They're like, what do you mean you got to have sales? And I'm like, yeah, no, no, I, I. I, it's it says it in the beginning of the book sales are the lifeblood right but um when you're ready to to actually grow and scale past yourself grow and scale past what you currently have that's when you really need to start looking to to, to those three areas to be able to to grow and be better um and and enable uh your team to grow and be better basically that's what it comes down to there you go I always wondered, I was like, I'm, I'm sure that's one of those like, well, it's like right now, uh, Pat Flynn just did a video. There's like six or seven books with the F word in the title. Like you do something that makes people go, wait, what? Huh? So it's a cool title to to bring people <laughs> on in. So that's cool. And is that available? You got to give them the hook. 
Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming that is available over at superjoepardo.com. It, it is on Amazon, Audible. Uh, uh, I, I think it's on iTunes. Pretty sure it's on iTunes as sure. far as uh, audio audiobooks go. All right. Well, I have a, a we we answer podcast questions here, and this is cool because you do a lot of interviews on. And Joe got super creative. I love the name of your podcast, the Business oh. Podcast, because you don't have to go like, what's that show about? It's it's and it's not. <laughs> But somebody uh, and I went out. What I do is I go out to different Facebook groups. And here's something else I started doing: is if somebody sends in a question to Lips and Support, and I go, "That's a good question for Ask the Podcast Coach." I just redact a bunch of names because I'm not allowed. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to do that, but I am today. <laughs> um, but they said I added a podcast, and we'll just say with a really famous person. I'm going to keep this uh, uh, totally generic, okay? So I added a podcast with a really famous person two days ago. This episode by far is my highest profile guest to date. So we're talking huge, right? Um, the link that's been shared far more than any others via social media. And, he, and this person has a huge network. With that said, it's not moving the needle at all uh, about an hour or two after the launch of this episode. What's going on? So I, the the question is: You've interviewed some some big names probably in your day, or people you know big in their field. Not so much that you know you're interviewing somebody that that everybody knows, but probably big. You know, it's a big fish in a small pond. Have you had a situation like that where you've interviewed somebody? You think, oh man, this is going to bring tons of downloads, and then it for whatever reason maybe didn't. It, it uh, yeah, is that is that normally the case? You think? It, it is. Um, I, actually, I would say that a lot of times my most downloaded and shared episodes are the ones I didn't expect to have a large audience or following. And what you don't really realize is that sometimes these people that you're interviewing that that have these big followings, they don't necessarily share your episode out. So it's it's not actually hitting their network. Um, and depending who the person is, I mean, if there's somebody that people are actively searching, like say it's Bruno Mars, right, where he's probably like right. one of the top ten people searched all year, every year, all the time, then, you know, if you can get a story to rank, rank for him, then you're probably going to get a lot more traffic to your site. Um, but, you know, Bruno Mars probably isn't going to share the fact that he was on your show. Well, especially so, the, the thing, and even if he does, it has to be like a super viral thing that like everyone starts sharing and it goes crazy. Right. So I, I, it makes it very difficult. I think a classic example, we'll, we'll use Pat Flynn because at least in this space, he's fairly well known. And for the record, mm-hmm. hilarious. The guy is hilarious. He doesn't let that shine through enough. That kid is funny. Um, but if you have Pat Flynn on your show and you interview him and he talks about how he was, you know, an architect and then he started, he wrote an ebook about how to pass the exam and that took off. And then he started smart passive income. And that's the episode. Like, look at Pat. He's making all sorts of money. He did this. He sold an ebook and now he does smart passive income. He's not going to share that episode because his audience already knows his story. They've been there, you know, for years. And so if you're going to get a big guest, you need to find something that's going to make that person go, oh, my audience has never heard this. I'll share this. I think that's another thing because I've had people, not that I'm Pat Flynn, but I've had people interview me and I always try to find something to share about it. But a lot of times it's like, how did you get into podcasting? What's your favorite microphone? You know, the typical stuff that people ask. And it's like, and I appreciate the added exposure for being on your show, but it's kind of the same interview I've already done 10 times. And again, I appreciate that, but 
It's not something that I'm like, ooh, this is different. Um, and when I do, oh, see, this is why I hate late live shows. There was one podcast I was just recently on, and they did. They asked a bunch of different questions, and I shared the crap out of that. And I had people in my audience go, that was a really good interview because it wasn't the same thing. So I think that's another big part of it is, as I think if you do the same old, same old interview of, quote, a big guest, he said, putting up quotation marks, they're probably not going to share that. So um, it, It's tough. I mean, and then the people, like— they they probably won't share it and the people that you don't think again will share it they will share it and the other yeah. thing i, I want to point out is have you ever watched hot ones no. on on uh youtube uh, hot ones oh, see this could go yeah. so wrong so quick what is no, hot no, ones no. about so it's 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 an interview based show it could be a podcast where they sit down with cel- usually celebrities or like big name big quote unquote big name people right. and they just eat hot wings and they get the each wing gets hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter as they're going through the questions so it's like that's something where it's like oh wow this is different like even if you've talked to the you know you've seen a bunch of interviews with that person this is going to be different nice emily says in the chat room have your high profile guests smoke weed on your show that's all you have to do apparently that will make it go viral especially i mean i'm not (laughs) i have not seen the video of this i understand the video is even better i heard it I listened to a show, but I've yet to listen to uh, Elon Musk smoke pot on Joe Rogan's show. Um, let's see. Uh, Clay in the chat room. And this is where, there you go, holding up the story behind book. Excellent. So Joe's got his copy. That's awesome. So I do. I do. I, and I love it. Congratulations, Emily. Yes. Um, and Emily, by the way, continue, I'll take Emily for 200, Alex. Emily got to speak at Harvard this week. Along with Jessica Kufferman, um, Mark from podcast websites, a bunch of people. I'm like Chris Carmentos. Yeah, Chris there. Carmen- <laughs> I, I felt left out. I wasn't there. I, I not that I live that close to Boston, but yeah, I've never been. That's one city I've never been to. I just want to walk around and hear people say things like "Wicked Pissa," you know, and, and "Pocket Ka" and that whole nine yards. Um, Clay in the chat room says, "I committed the cardinal sin, at least according to the podcast rodeo show. My guest channel was quiet." And I got some feedback from a listener calling me out. So I put my limiter on the master track in Reaper. Um, uh, love it. Love it of the guest and host track. I'm not sure the last question there, Clay. Can you can you clarify that? Um, one of the things I would do is run it through Alphonic. Alphonic is a master. It's almost Disney-like. It's so magical. I say that because we have Super Joe on, and he's a giant Disney fan. But you put stuff in there, and, like, magic comes out the other end. I don't know. It's like, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, it's so, like food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, you could also use the levelator. The levelator was great until Alphonic came along. And it it basically levels out. He said, this is always fun when Dave talks with his hands on an audio podcast. But it it takes your, uh, if you have a really loud guest and you're quiet or vice versa, it will try to adjust so that the levels are both the same. The problem with that is when your guest is really quiet and it boosts their volume, it also boosts the noise. Where somehow Alphonic through the magic that is Alphonic will adjust the volume and somehow reduce the hiss. So that would be my answer for uh, if you've got a bad audio, run it through Alphonic. And the cool thing is I forget how much you get a month. It's, it's something, I think an hour or two that you can run through Alphonic for free. And then it's $11 a month, or you can do what Dave did. I bought the desktop version. Now the desktop version doesn't do all the fun stuff where I can have it automatically post to places because, well, I can automatically post things to places. I don't need that feature. So, uh, but that way you buy it once and it's yours and uh, 
Joe, are you have you ever used Alphonic? I you know I haven't. I haven't. I I generally um you know I I do the, all the editing myself if if that needs to be. I do it all in Audacity. So like I'll use like the um the noise remover and and all that and tweak all yeah. those settings and play with the compressor and all that. Alphonic gives you two hours for free, so I might actually give it a shot and uh and see if I if I like it. It's pretty cool. It's I mean I've gotten some stuff where people are like. Can you fix this? And you listen to it and you're like, ooh, this was like somebody's underwater frying bacon, something. And you're like, I don't know. And you run it through Alphonic and you're like, I can't believe. Now, it's still, you know, caca in, you know, less caca out, you know, but it will still make it better than than it was. Uh, and that's always, you know, that's better. It, it gets it from ugh to listenable, which is really all we're shooting for is, is it listenable? Um, yeah, the desktop version is about 80 bucks, uh, says Emily, and totally worth it. Yeah, I agree. It's like it's it's way, way in there. Probably one, it, Actually, that's one of those, oh, there's a good question. Your house is on fire, what, or, or maybe that's not a good one, because you can't take Alphonic with you. It's on your computer. But what, <laughs> what would you grab if the house is on fire and you could only grab, let's say, three things? Uh, well, let's see. I have a wife and two kids. Yeah, there you so go. See, I don't think I'm allowed to answer, I'm allowed to answer that question any yeah. other way. I think. Yeah. Um, but okay. Aside from we got everybody out of the house, right. I'm grabbing three things. Uh, my server, like computer and everything, like the I have like 48 terabytes. It's up here on the second floor, so that 48 it, terabytes. Yeah, it's Holy not coming shit. with me. Right. But the important stuff is backed up to just outside the garage nice so like i could get it from the garage like i could get it and and you know at least have like the important family stuff and the important like the most important files um are there so like there's that i'm assuming my cell phone's already in my pocket but yeah whatever um i don't know what else see that's a toughie because to me i'd be like okay i'd grab my mic but then I turn around. But you can I have, buy a new mic, though. Yeah, see, I have a, that's true. I would grab my guitar. I would I have a couple guitars I would grab when I think about it. Because those like that are like rare or or uh, something. Huge sentimental value. Like one. Okay. One is okay. like my like my baby guitar, and then one is the guitar I learned on, and the rest I can replace. But yeah, that's uh, toughy. But in terms of podcast equipment, that is true. I guess that that just points out, and you you made the great point. You want your stuff backed up. In fact, I had somebody this week at Libsyn that said, hey, and they got very lucky. They contacted us about six months after they closed their show and they lost a hard drive and they had no backup. And so they're like, is there any way we can like reactivate my show long enough for me to go in and download all my files again? And luckily their files were still there because sometimes it's like "Mm, we don't have them anymore. So uh, always have a backup. Um, Now, do you have some sort of. Like I use Backblaze to back up all my stuff. What do you use to? Uh... So so on my so I told you I have forty eight terabytes, not gigabytes, terabytes, terabytes, terabytes. Yeah, so a lot of video. I'm uh, assuming mostly, yeah, a lot, a lot yeah. of video. Now it's even more because of the whole family I shoot with. Uh, uh, that's true. My, my DSLR behind me, vlog style a lot, and and so I'm dump- constantly dumping that. I got movies, TV shows, music, all my podcasting, you know, files and stuff. Right. 
And um, and I, what I use for that is I use the thing a program called Stablebit Drive Pool. It's in uh, for Windows where you can you can pop in drives and put them into uh. the pool, and it'll actually stripe the data. So you'll like duplicate it two or three or four times across multiple drives. So even if you lose a drive, it doesn't matter because you have it across multiple. It's better than RAID. Um, and then I have it. Uh, I use Syncback. It's free, totally free. Uh, you can pay for the paid version, but the Syncback free does everything, and it, it syncs it to a NAS that I have out in the garage, um, as well as Veeam to actually you know back up the Windows installation. Uh, so that again backs up to the the NAS out in the garage. So that's yeah, Syncback is great. It's totally free. Um, I've been using it for years and years and years, uh, both like in business and in personal. Nice. Did you know that November is National Podcast Month? I did not. Wait, know. what? I thought I, I thought you were going to say National Write a Novel Month. No, well, I, maybe that's where this comes from. It's Napod Pomo, which sounds like some sort of like we're going to the island of gosh, and you land and they go Napod Pomo, and you're like, what? Um, what is Napod Mo? Napod Mo? No, am I saying that Napod Pomo? And somehow it's National Podcast Post Month. Some it's you're supposed to post a show every day in November, which on part of this I like the idea of. I'm not sure I would publish these, <laughs> but if I, I mean, I just listened to today. David Hooper has the show called Big Podcast, and this started off. He was like, "I'm just going to record a podcast every day," and he did. And then it was like, "Hey, that was kind of fun. I'm going to keep doing this." He tried to do it daily. I think he did it daily for like six months. And then he finally, he finally said, okay, I'm doing weekly. But it might get, you know, it might get you used to to podcasting. Um, but it's it's something I, I, I was I'm thinking about it, even though, see, because part of me goes, Oh, I missed the first three days. And I'm like, I should do Ask the Podcast Coach every day for a month, because I don't do that show hardly ever at all. But they would all be the difference would be these would all be like four minute like episodes like i realize you're ready for you're ready for a let's have a moment of too much information you know what's good about having a relationship you have somebody who can can cut that skin tag out from underneath your armpit that you can feel but you can't see that's a good rule for having uh uh you know a special someone um that would be like an episode which again is where i say i'm not sure this is a good idea of doing a podcast every day but somebody told me about this and they said man Naimod Pomo Pod, whatever this thing is, Naipod Pomo. Uh, it, it just what is that? National Podcast Post Month is what it sounds it like. Napalm. Yeah, that's, well, that's, uh, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. That does not. And, I I do not get good visions when I Pom- think of <laughs> Pomo. Sounds like some sort of nickname for somebody. You know, ah, <laughs> oh, here comes old good old Pomo. I'm like, I don't know. Um, but anyway, sounds like a good nickname. For no, it's not. And it's been going on for eleven years. And I'm like, I, I have missed this. I've heard Michael Butler, who is the original, the original music podcaster, been podcasting since 2004. He does the Rock and Roll Geek Show, and he tries to do this every November. And it's usually, again, it's like, well, don't know what we're going to talk about today, but it's National Podcast Month. And today I made, you know, fish last night for dinner for my friends. And you're like, okay, isn't this a music show, though? You know, people just kind of spit out content for the sake of spitting it out. But um, 
Well, you know, for a while there, was it last year? I did a daily vlog, like business lesson, and after about a hundred days, I I finally had to to put it to rest because it was just it it just started to take up like way too much time. Yeah, like I didn't have time for anything else, and I was doing like well, or like they started out with like ten minute long videos, and then I was like, okay, I really got to cut this down, so I need to film way less. And we need to get this down to like two, three, four minutes top so that I can like, boom, like there's the lesson. Here's like the time lapse that I shot and like put it into to like a story kind of thing. And um, it's it's tough. I, I, you know, I don't think I would go back doing daily. I did think about doing a, a, a regularly, um, regularly recorded, um, like daily recorded uh version of that where i don't have to like cut a bunch of video together and shoot like b-roll and all that but um but you know dave actually that reminds me i wanted to ask you something so so i was i forget who was talking about it i think it was somebody in one of the 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 facebook groups had mentioned they were taught or or maybe they posted to their their facebook page um about somebody that they were talking to that records their entire year of podcasts in two days a year that would be interesting. I know somebody that did that once. They were on the podcast review show, and we determined that they're they were recording at a really not good bit rate. And I said, "Yeah, this is like you're you're recording at like sixteen kilobits per second. That's why this sounds oh. so bad. I mean, it was really bad." And he just went, "Oh," and I'm like, "What is oh?" And he goes, "I've got." A year's worth of episodes doing this oh. so that would be my only worry i mean if it's if you don't want any feedback from people or i guess i don't know because it's it would be weird to like you know what if somebody says i hate that segment like when you do that third segment with the intro thing and i hate that okay well you got another 48 of them coming up here we go <laughs> um and it would have to be evergreen you know so if you had 52 episodes of evergreen content it's interesting. I like the concept. What do you think? I I mean, I was thinking like, okay, so if I do these business lessons episodes, which I've been doing a lot of because the time I have right now is like super compressed. I'm like, okay, if I did, if I wrote out 52 lessons and I, and I wrote out like uh, a few notes on each one, I recorded them. They're like three to five, six minutes, seven minutes each. Right. Um, and then what I could do is I, once they're recorded, I, I could technically, I could add stuff onto the beginning and the end of it. Like uh-huh. if I needed to later. Um, but at, at the very least, if I recorded these and I set and I schedule, I spent one day recording one day, just scheduling them all out and getting the post ready. And then I would be free to do like a live show. Right. You know, I wouldn't be sacrificing. Okay, I have two. I have an hour and a half. I need to put together. I need to, you know, shoot the video, strip the audio out of the video, get it uploaded to YouTube, get the post already. Blah 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 blah. Do all that stuff. Okay, it's been an hour and fifteen, hour and thirty minutes. Now I'm tired, or I don't feel like doing it. I need to take a break, but I only have this little bit of two hours to work with. So what am I going to do now? Yeah, it's tough. Um, like I got it done, but what did I really accomplish? I got one now. Now it's the the, the clock starts on the next week. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's always fun when you go like, like, okay, you click on publish and you're like, all right, it's done. Then you go, oh man, you know, next week is coming right around the corner. It's going to be Tuesday before I know it. Eight a.m. <laughs> it doesn't stop. Uh, Ryan in the chat room says, eventually you just run out of, and then in all caps, valuable content. 
All the daily shows I've ever listened to started out strong, but within weeks, the content just became garbage. Then they go to weekly and the content returned to high quality. Yeah, that's, I've seen that. My favorite is somebody will come to me and they'll go, I want to do a daily show. I'm like, you sure about that? They're like, yeah. I'm like, I would record a couple first. And then they go, no, no, I'm going to do, I, I got it all set. I've got it planned. And they go from daily. Then they go to three times a week. Then they go to two times a week. And then eventually they end up on weekly. I've seen that happen like three times. Doesn't mean that everybody's going to do it, but it's, uh, or my other thing is somebody goes, yeah, I'm going to start a second podcast. And now my question is, great, what are you going to give up? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, what are you going to stop doing in your life to make room for this podcast? And they're like, oh, because I'm like, you still have to promote it. You still have to you know, do all this other stuff. And, and like you said, you still got to edit it, still got to record it. Shown, unless you're farming out this stuff to somebody, because I don't know, you hit the lottery and you got this. Well, thing. money's made on trees, don't you know? It that? is. It's right. Maybe got, not Maybe not where you're at. No, no. My bush right outside has 20s on it. I just go out and <laughs> harvest a couple and. There you go. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting, though. I, I would, um, you know, I could see where, like a sports show, you can't do a sports show, you know, year in advance. But if it was, I don't know, customer service or sales. Where you have top topic-based that's, like, not timely. You know, like you said, evergreen content that's, like, it always makes sense. Uh, or, or will at least make sense for the long haul. Yeah. So, I mean, because in business, there are some you know, strategies that are always good and they're always, you know, things that always, you know, will always remain true. The question then is, hasn't everyone heard those already though? Maybe not, maybe not in with your slant on it or, um, things of that nature. Um, so anyway, so but it could also be about personality. I mean, think about like the, you know, how, how many episodes of, of, uh, you know, school of podcasting, how, how much has podcasting changed and, say five years, 10 years, 10 years, a lot. Uh, I mean, we go back, we were talking about the iPod nano. I mean, that's back when there yes, that's nanos true. and I rivers and you know, there was no ATR 2100. Uh, you know, there was just Apple and probably a Yahoo directory that does no longer exist. You know? Um, so things have changed a, a little bit, but, um, yeah, in the last five years, well, see, it always changes. Like right now, there's a lot of things changing on like Triton, digital just got bought by scribs and that doesn't really affect me right now as a podcaster, but it's like different things are taking shapes. Of course they're, they're holding the first ever uh, online professionally produced podcast awards. I love that because uh, (laughs) there's only the podcast awards, the Latin podcast awards, the Australian podcast awards, but iHeartRadio, Oh, we're the first ever like, no, no, you're not. But, well, right. but the thing is, it's the first ever that you've ever heard of, yeah. not you, but but yeah. as in you, as in everybody outside yeah. my window here. <laughs> yeah. If they had said the first ever iHeart podcast, all they had to do was add the word iHeart. The first ever iHeart podcast awards. There you go. But they, they even said the one commercial I heard on the radio said People's Choice. And I'm like, wait, I'm pretty sure he's got that trademarked. I'm like, wait a minute. You can't do that. <laughs> so, yeah, so it'll be interesting. That's one of the things I love just to sit back and go, hmm, all right, is this going to work? Is that going to work? You know, um, I just heard, this is interesting. This is a fun question. What would you, is there a phrase that you could hear that would have you just say, okay, that person has no uh, credibility? Like what's, I'll give you an example of mine and then you can see if you have one. I was listening to, uh, and I got to be careful because if I, if I give too many details, I'll get myself in trouble. Um, but I was, I was listening to a podcast, new media host. 
And I'm not saying this because I work for lips and I'm just saying if I didn't work for lips, I'd go, but the person running the media host, um, number one is a free media host. It's a new one. And so right there, I'm like, okay, that, that typically doesn't work, but okay. And they said, yeah, we advise our customers to use the built-in microphone on their computer. And right there I went, okay, we're done. We're I'm moving on to the next podcast because that person has no credibility in my book. I went either, you know, I, I had somebody recently, I was watching a presentation and it was somebody who doesn't do interviews say, when you first start out, you should try to interview the biggest names in your market. And I went, Hmm, mm, not, not cause, and I, I, I gave that person a pass because they don't do interviews because everything, everything else in their presentation was phenomenal. But that one, I went, hmm, because when you first start an interviewing, you're, that's a skill. You got to work on that. I don't know if I would go after the top. I would go after the top dogs. I wouldn't go after them first. I would, I would interview, I would say interview your parents just for the fun of it. And then, you know, get some other people, do some practice stuff. I don't know that I want my first, you know, podcast interview to be Adam Curry in this space. You know, I'm not going after the top dog, but uh, Joe, I know it's a, it's an off the wall question. Can you think anything that would, would have somebody go, mm, credibility lost? That is, that is terrible. Especially when we all have much better quality uh, phones yeah. with way better microphones yeah. built into them. At least say the phone, geez, I, I yeah. you know, I would recommend at least interviewing your mom or your cat with your phone first. Before yeah. There you go trying to go get the biggest uh yeah I mean, unless you have a background in being on camera or or just speaking into a microphone in general yeah you need to do some some interviewing of friends i mean if you go back to my first handful of episodes like it, it, you know most of them were friends uh i interviewed some some big names in their fields uh but i was really close friends with them and i had like but you can hear it in my voice i'm very structured and very just like rigid and and the editing is super not great because it's it's over edited um i think if for somebody that would give advice that would make me question their credibility are we talking are we keeping it to just podcasting uh if you want to go outside you can not a I lot mean, of I know rules you, here you, on- i know you posted a great video about new and noteworthy uh, yeah well it just it's a uh it's funny because i put that on youtube and it dawned on me i've never posted it on facebook and it got a ton of traction on facebook so Again, take your content and put it everywhere. But yeah, it's just where, because there's still people freaking out about the charts. I think that's why I put it up there. A lot of people are, are freaking out about the charts and the fact that you can either buy your way in or that they're broken and this and that. And I, it, it it brought me back to like, what did we do before there were charts? I'm like, oh yeah, we just worked on word of mouth and social media and you know that whole nine yards. But um, yeah, new, new and noteworthy is lost. To me, most of it's handpicked. Like you can't do anything to get in a new and noteworthy. And then the fact that people think there's only eight weeks and uh, Daniel from the Audacity to Podcast and myself and a bunch of other people have proven that wrong over and over and over. The one that really gets me, the thing that in terms of podcast myths that I go, this one's so easy to bust is the whole, if you release with three, eight, 27 episodes, when somebody subscribes, you get three, eight, 27 downloads. And that's so easy to bust because all you have to do is go subscribe and you'll see the one download of the latest episode and the other one sit there. And I'm like, how did people not question anybody and go, I'm going to launch with 10 and that way I'll get 10 times more downloads. I'm like, asterisks. If your audience goes back and downloads the other nine, I'm like, 
Hmm. So that 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 kind of stuff drives me nuts. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily mean that there there's ten more people that are going to listen for every one person that gets there. Right. You know. So it. So yeah. That da- like downloads are great. It's cool. Um. But it, you know, it's really about the the people and the interaction. And I right. and I think that people that that try to sell it on like, well, you could be the biggest and blah 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 blah. Now, I, I will say this. I, I, I'm big on, you know, get your audio audio quality like 80% and the rest will carry it because I'm all about like, hey, look, CBS is like a $34 billion company and they rely for their sports talk. Ra- I know you guys don't have sports talk radio and <laughs> around Cleveland. We do. It's just, it's, just, it's just people crying. You just tune in for two hours of people going, you know, the Clavs <laughs> lost the <laughs> But but like literally they're way, they're relying on people to pick up a cell phone and call in right and that, that all audio quality doesn't sound incredible and all that and right. so you know I, I think that um you know people that that are like you gotta have the best microphones yeah. and and this and that when you're first getting started it's like yeah but you don't you don't record from your your built-in microphone on your computer yeah. you know use a use a phone or or get like an ATR twenty one hundred or or even just a voice recorder. Like yeah. a Zoom H1, like is what a hundred bucks, eight ninety bucks, something like that. I Better want, than literally most of the things you're going to use otherwise. When I was in Australia, I'm walking down the hallway, and there's James Cridlin from PodNews.net talking on his phone. And as I walk by, I hear him say, "Live from the hallway, it, we are podcast 2018." Uh, and he starts, and I'm like, "Oh my god, he's doing his podcast!" Like I'm going to watch him do his. And he he gets, I pull out my phone, I start recording it, and I'm like. That's how he does his show. And it's weird to then listen to that episode. I'm like, I was there when that was recorded. And that's how he does. I'm like, because that guy travels all over the place. The content is phenomenal. It's not really that distracting. You know, it's a little bit of half soul and bustle in the background. But because it's his phone and his mouth is, you know, half a centimeter away from the microphone, it's really not that bad. Um, And what are you holding up, Joe? So this is this is what I use to record most of my podcasts nowadays. Is a Rode video uh, video micro on on my uh, DSLR, and it sounds pretty darn good. You turn the volume all the way down on the camera, right. so and then you boost the volume. You know, after the hmm. Anybody else seeing Joe locked up? There he is. Now he's oh back. no! Oh, there you are. You were you were locked up too. Um. So yeah. So it doesn't sound as great as like my my uh SM7B here, but you know it it does the job and it's in video format, so I can share it to YouTube as well and Facebook and all that. There you go. So I, you know, don't get hung up on the whole microphone. Got to have this. Got to have that. Yeah. Um. That that craze because like the ATR2100 or even like a s- snowball, it, you know, is is better than your your building micro. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think it's Daniel that says, you know, who uh, says, man, you got to listen to this podcast. It's like the best sounding podcast ever. What's it about? I don't know, but it sounds great. And Daniel <laughs> says, you know who says that? Uh, nobody. <laughs> no, it's not. You know, uh, Michael says in the chat room, how long is it going to be before we quit worrying about Apple and what Apple wants from our podcast? Well, number one, when they don't own 60 percent of the market would be one. Um, they are getting a little. They're just putting in their standards. I had um, at least six shows this week that got kicked out for keywords. I did have somebody say, how do we know it's keywords? And I'm like, because the person got kicked out, emailed Apple and said, hey, what's going on? And they went, keywords. So if your show, like if this show said, ask the podcast coach how to podcast, make money with a podcast, 
um, grow your podcast, blah, 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 blah. They'd be like, no, the name of your show is Ask the Podcast Coach. Cut it out. Knock it off. And if my, especially if my author tag was Dave Jackson, um, podcast consultant, podcast coach, blah, 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 blah. They'd be like, no, no, your name is Dave Jackson. Stop it. Knock it off. So, um, yeah. So I don't know. I Apple's one of those things where if you think about it, the podcast app, I remember if you had an iPhone, you use the, you use the podcast app because it was easy and it worked. And to this day, I still don't get it at this point. They ruined it. They really did. There was a spot where it didn't work. It crashed. Like you would start it and it would crash. And so I found overcast and you will now pry overcast from my cold dead hands because it's just, I don't know what I'm looking at. I, and then I think, and I need to go back in and, and kind of verify this. But I swear there are times that you get different screens based on if you're subscribed or not. It's just confusing. And I'm like, for an Apple product, it's like, ugh. So I, I guess if they do more of that, if they if they don't listen to their audience, if they don't make the product that their audience wants, so if they eventually make iTunes so cumbersome and such a pain in the butt to get to, I think we'll all kind of go, all right, we're all, you know, doing I don't know. What do you think, Joe? Well, the the podcast app, if it's anything like the iTunes remote app, um, that only has a that's a team of I don't know if it still is, but from like four or five years ago, that's a team of one. There's like one person that maintains that app. So I don't know if the podcast app has a team of people or if it's just like one, like one or two people that do it. Um, Yeah. And that and that might explain why it took a little bit longer to get fixed uh, and was having so much problems. You know, on the question, on the topic of of Apple Podcasts, I wanted to ask you a question about the podcastconnect.itunes.com because according to them, I get like no downloads on my show. But according to Blueberry, I get downloads and like 70, 80% of them are coming from Apple devices. And so I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, it's not that I get zero downloads, but it's like, five two one and it's 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 very few compared to what blueberry shows and then i i I don't know yeah that's that's one of those fun-filled questions that we don't have an answer for and that is how many downloads do you have to have to get stats in apple podcasts because there there are shows i have a couple shows that um get some downloads but not a lot and i go on apple podcast and i've got zero stats on how far people listened and things which is weird because that is kind of the people that really need that info. Like, Hey, nobody's listening to my show. I need to find out why no stats for you. So I wish I knew, uh, there is no, you know, if I ever, maybe at podcast movement, if I find a, uh, an Apple person, I will go, what's up with that. And I'm sure they have a reason that the one data. (laughs) Yeah. The one thing that drives me nuts about Apple is there's so many, they used to have people that we could contact. I'm sure there still are, but they're, they are the what a great analogy. They are the Van Halen of of podcasting. Van Halen does zero zero like right now. Is Dave Lee Ross still in the band? Are you going to do an album? Are you going to do a tour? We don't know. We're not saying. And they will. They go, don't need money. That's why. That's right. Why. Yeah, that's right. Well, neither does Apple. That's but there you go. That's an even better because zero. So you just kind of go. I don't know. You go to the website. Anything on the website? Not really. Um, so when you go radio silent. That's never good for your customer. I mean, even if it's bad news, I used to say customers appreciate bad news better than no news. I mean, if the cable guy says, hey, 
we're going to be there somewhere between 12 and six. And you're like, what? Or eight and six. And you're like, oh, I got to stay home from work. Okay. Whereas if they said, hey, we're going to be there between one and two. Oh, I was kind of hoping for eight. Yeah, not going to happen. One and two is when we're going to be there. That's bad news. But now I can do something between eight and one because I don't have to sit there and go, I don't know, they might be here. So your your customer appreciates bad news better than no news. And when they just go radio silent with, you know, there's no guidelines for what are the the keywords. We're kind of getting a little closer because uh, Daniel's doing a ton of stuff. He's going to put a blog post out soon on this because he's been doing a ton of testing. Um, you know, it, it, it just would be nice to know. So, but that's, I understand their point of view. Like their point is like, what makes something explicit? Well, if they put out a list, then people will go right to the edge. You know, they're going to push it. So it's kind of, kind of tough. I, I see both sides of the story. It just makes the whole thing uh, frustrating. So um, we had a question in here from Jason said, uh, Dave had a client who couldn't get his ATR 2100 to work. I ran through a ton of windows updates. That's painful. Just the, just the phrase windows update sounds <laughs> um, change the USB cable. That would have been my suggestion. The blue light was on, uh, took 10 hours. And once he pulled the plug while rebooting, it started working. Anyone added issues with software updates, making mics unusable for a spell? I have not. I have, I've heard horror stories on Windows machines, but I have not. The only thing I have on this machine, this Windows machine, will not use BeLive.TV because all of a sudden in the middle of it, I will just freeze. I'll be taught. And that's it. I just, I'm done. I get locked up and it's BeLive.TV. I, I don't, it's not them. I'm sure it's me, but. I don't know what's on this machine that every now and then you just lock up on that. So, um, but you did everything I would have done. And then the other one, of course, if the blue lights on, make sure the on switch is on. That's always a good one. Cause even if the light, if the, you can have the off switch off and still have the blue light on. So, uh, be careful with that. Um, hmm. but I've never heard of that. I did have, um, I've had people blow up a mic. I remember, uh, and you know, or Kathy Kelly had a ATR 2100 that just flat out quit working. And so she sent it back. And that's why most of us recommend the ATR 2100 is it's got a lifetime warranty. So you just ship it back and they ship you a new one. So, Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. The 2005, for whatever reason, pretty much the same microphone. It's just black. No, no lifetime warranty. ATR 2100 by all means. So that's kind of weird. Interesting. Um, I did have some issues with windows, uh, with this mic and, and being plugged into a Scarlet, uh, two I four and I had to update the, uh, you know, so it was like, I guess it was after one of the most recent windows updates, it would work when I'd first boot up the computer. Like I could record in, uh, audacity. And then after using it for a little while, I'd go back to hit record and they would say it wasn't available. Even though it showed mm. up, I could still hear vi- audio coming through my speakers behind me. I couldn't get anything into it. My mixer was showing that my mic was working. So I'd have to re actually I unplugged it, plugged it back in and then it would work. Turns out they came out with some kind of software update for the, for the sound card, which, which is weird because they don't really come out with a whole lot of updates um, just to fix whatever that issue was. And then it started working again. So I, I don't know. Is there any, any drivers or anything for, for uh, the ATR 2100? I don't think so. I think it just, you plug it I, in I and think so either, there it goes. But, um, let me see. But is there downloads. Nope. Manual and FCC doc. Yeah. yeah that's it. Always fun. But hmm. hey, you know what else is fun, Joe? 
What's that? Uh, being an awesome supporter for the school of for the school of podcasting, Dave. You might want to figure out what show you're on for Ask the Podcast <laughs> Coach. And uh, being that it's the first of the month, Joe, you can get comfy. At the first of the month, we name all of our contributors. Now, normally you got to get you, you got to spend twenty dollars to get your name mentioned. But we are talking about awesome people like Josh Liston from On the Bubble Podcast, Greg from DebtShepherd.com. Jonathan from weeklyawesome.com. For the record, Jonathan, you sent in an email and I can't play those yet because the Dropbox on my boss jock on my phone won't work and I can't get it to work. Boss jock itself is a little flaky at the moment. Um, so I have, I think I answered his, uh, his question via email, but if you're wondering, Jonathan, why didn't you play my question? Uh, that's why. Uh, Glenn, the geek Hebert over at horseradionetwork.com and Suddenly my mouse has gone astray. Josh Rivers from podcastingexperiments.com. Max Trescott from aviationnewstalk.com. Shane from Spybrary. Carrie Bond, who's in the chat room. Hello, Carrie. You can find her at keywestperspective.com slash podcast. She does the Key West Perspective show. Uh, my buddy Ronsley over from Australia from Amplify Media Group. You can find him at mustamplify.com. And then our $10 patrons, Jeffrey over at podnuts. Now that's N-U-T-Z.com. Nick Suberling, Subs from CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com. Sean Park from BeYourOwnNerd.com. Barry Kessler from BarryKessler.com. Jason Bryan from MattTalkOnline.com. Illiquity from TravelGlutenFree. I think that's wrong. I believe that is .me. I have .com on the screen, but I'm like 99% sure it's TravelGlutenFree.me. Or it might be both. Who knows? Corey from IVNV.com. Jason from CUATX.com. Jeremy Dennis from transmissionspodcast.com, Jim Cullison, that guy in Omaha, you might know him from theaverageguy.tv, Joe from stackingbenjamins.com, a great show about making money and keeping money, Joe Taylor over at onfaithedge.com, Kim Slusher at distractivelifepodcast.com, Michael Ray, Michael, we still need your website, uh, Master Cauldron at cauldronscript.com, Rob Griffiths at bedtime.fm, if you go to slash storytime or slash peace out, you will see his stuff. Troy Heinrichs from blacklistexposed.com. Kyle Bondo from Gagglepod. Joe, come on, go ahead and say Gagglepod. Isn't that fun? Gagglepod. See, that's a fun word right there. (laughs) Matthew at scottishpodcast.com. Michael Delaney at Baby Mountain Radio, which is a show about caregivers for dementia. Chris over at imsaltlake.com, the man that actually bought a billboard for his podcast. Uh, Ed Ryan at Podcasting for Radio Dummies. Uh, Ross Brand over at livestreamuniverse.com. Ryan P. Jackson at MyPerfectPodcast.com, which is a podcast that is coming very soon. Um, Adam at OddDadOutPodcast.com. Anthony at Route66Podcast, who was at Podcast Mid-Atlantic, by the way. Audio Audio Dice Network, which has nothing to do with Andrew Dice Clay, but I can't read that without doing that. Uh, AudioDice.net. Barb at uh, Anchor.fm slash BarbTUSA. Brandon at SeahawkersPodcast.com. Creepy Kingdom, find him at creepykingdom.com. Dave Wilson at Ottawa Works. Uh, Diane Lane at dianelanemassage.com. Emily, the one and only Emily Prokop from the Story Behind podcast. Check Ooh, out the new, Emily. yeah, check out the new Story Behind uh, book. Uh, Garrett Godfrey at utrmedia.org. Uh, Gary and Margaret at Beekeeping Podcast. Craig at Inglaeus Podcast. There's another one. I just can't say Craig without saying Craig. Uh, <laughs> Chris and Brandon over at floridafocuspodcast.libson.com. The International Latin Podcast Awards, which you can find at latinpodcastawards.com. Jason at tvtimes3.com. 
jpool at post tire. Boy, that's a fun one uh, that I got to read here. Post, post, no, potstirrerpodcast.com. See, I, I should write that one out because that's one of those words like it could be pot. No, I just went dyslexic. I saw post potstirrerpodcast.com. Uh, that's always fun. Uh, I already mentioned him, I believe. Jay Cleveland Payne at jclevenpayne.net uh, slash podcast. Lucas Apps at trianglethetical.net. Mike Moody which is at low cut, a podcast about the art of podcasting at lowcutpod.com. Paul at fighting through podcast.co.uk. Patrick at big seance Sean at slept in class.com. It's about government class. Sean at clarinet. That is a show that you might imagine is all about the clarinet and Wayne Henderson at media voiceovers.com. So thank you to all our awesome supporters for more information, go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. I need oxygen after reading that list, but really, really, really thank you all for that. I deeply appreciate it. And um, again, askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. Meanwhile, back in the chat room, um, Emily says she was at uh, Harvard this week. No, yeah, I guess that would be whatever. Boston. That's not that's not offensive at all. No, not, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she says I asked Zach from Google that yesterday. I kind of asked him and a panel of the Himalaya PRX and Panoply what they're doing to get people who have never heard of podcast interested. They basically said it's up to the content providers. Well, that's nice to know. Um, we have to be the ones to teach people. So yeah. I guess that Google, to me, I would like wet my pants with joy if I saw a Google podcast that said, you know, the new insert phone name here, now with podcasts that have a big like podcast thing or whatever. Uh, But the problem is the same problem with Google is the same problem with Apple. Nobody makes money on those companies from podcasts. It makes their, their device more valuable but they're not directly making money off of a podcast asterisk yet. They might someday in the future. You never know. But it is kind of bummer that we're uh, we're up for that. Um, Joe, will you? The chat room is talking about Podfest. I, we should mention DC Podfest, which is next week. There will not be a show next week because I will Woo! be in DC Podfest. Are you coming to DC Podfest? I will be there. I'll be driving down with Stacy Greenberg for uh just for Saturday, not for for Friday. Oh, there you go. Saturday is is uh stick around after lunch if you can. I will be doing the three things podcasters need that have nothing to do with microphones, uh bandwidth and downloads or something of that nature. Is is a voice one of them? No. It, it's a oh. little, it's a little more like work. Good, it's good, because that wouldn't make sense. <laughs> it's a little more work life balance, mm. kind of thing. Because if you so, don't, two, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, oh, I was going to, I was going to say two things. One, I wanted to give you some love for saying all of those names. By the way, that is absolutely incredible. Because like nobody else for a dollar is getting their name <laughs> read on like any other show except this show because that's Dave Jackson for you and I feel guilty because I'm not I am not one of those people and I'm going to fix that after this show I got I got up on my screen here the second thing I wanted to ask you because you you're talking about work-life balance actually so you helped me softball you'll softball that right in there is do you feel a strain on what you can and will say on your podcast now that you're um, or not, you know, working for Lipson or, or working for anybody else for that matter. Because I got to say that, like, 
since I, you know, was even working at the nonprofit, like I felt a little bit of the handcuffed. No, not really, because, well, number one, people always say, oh, you say Libsyn's the best because you work for them. And I go, no, you got that backwards. Because Libsyn is the best, that's who I called to say, hey, I'm available to work. And nothing against Blueberry or Spreaker or Podbean, but that's like, look, I've been a customer for 10 years. I know your system. I think this would be a good fit. Uh, but no, I've I've gone on record saying the Libsyn player, not the prettiest thing on the on the planet. There are other ones that are prettier. Um, and yeah, the thing that bothers me about that is if I do say another company is not great, it's it's my credibility comes into question. That's what bugs me is when because I and that's I'm so oh man I'm so glad when I did my criteria like this is what I'm basing my um like who I like as a, a media host. I did that before I started working at Lipson, and I'm so happy because now we can say no 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 look back in like whatever 2010. I did this criteria for a media host. Like they, they can't be free. They have to give stats. You know, they have to offer support. You know, there's a bunch of them. There's like six things that I can say. That's why I say poo poo to this particular media host. So that's, that's kind of cool, but still people go, Oh, you just say that because you work for Libsyn. I'm like, and that's just to me. I'm like, all right, that's part of the gig. I can't, I'm not going to escape that because it's true, but um, no. So no, for the most part, uh, it hasn't really been a hindrance. The only thing that, that came up when I got hired was I'm talking with the president and they're like, okay. And I go, well, like we got this whole school of podcasting thing, Libsyn thing. Like how does, how are we going to handle that? And they said, well, you can't poach customers. Like if somebody comes in and it's happened twice where somebody will go, do you know of anybody that would like help me grow my audience or somebody I could talk to, to kind of walk me through this process. And I have to go, no, even though I'm going, nee, just Google my name. Come on. No, I have to go. Oh, there's Facebook groups and there are things like that, but I cannot poach a Libsyn customer. And if I'm at a place where they paid for the ticket for me to go, I can't say get a free month just using the coupon code SOP free. But if I paid for the ticket, then I can say get a free month of Libsyn using the coupon code SOP free. So that's, um, and so far we haven't had any really weird conflicts and it's been, mm. The thing I love about it is I have a five foot commute to work. I make more money than I did when I worked in the corporate world. And, you know, I'm going to DC Podfest and I get paid to go, you know, so as long as I wear a lips and shirt. So, <laughs> okay, I can do that, you know. So, so far it's been an awesome little, you know, people ask me in the one day, well, where do you think you're going to be in five years? I go right here. I go, you know. I heard a great line the other day. I wish I could credit who said it. Let me think here a second. Uh, I can't remember, but I heard it on a podcast and they were talking about history and they said, remember it used to be the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness, right? Do I have that right? Something like that. Yeah. And it's like, now people are in pursuit of fame and fortune. And to me, fame and fortune is great. I'm in the pursuit of happiness though. And right now I'm pretty happy. So I don't really have a whole lot to to complain about. And yet I see people that get fame, especially. I was watching a, and this is, here's a phrase you thought you'd never hear come out of my mouth. I watched an interview with Kim Kardashian because Alec Baldwin has a, a TV show, probably because of his podcast. And he interviewed Kim Kardashian. And I'm like, you know what? 
I bash this family all the time. I don't get it. Because when I turn on their TV show, I can't last more than 10 seconds. And I'm like, let's let's see what's behind. Let's see what's under the hood here. Um, and she yeah, said... Phrasing, phrasing, Dave. Phrasing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, I thought it was funny that they talked about all sorts of stuff. Never once did Alex go, you know, you got your start with a porn. You know, no, that wasn't brought up. Your fame really came about because you were in a sex tape. Not mentioned at all. But, um, and now I've lost my, oh, she said fame is like, she's now at the point, somebody who just wanted to keep her whole name in front of, like she would wake up in the day and was like, who, how can I get my name and face in front of people? Now she's, cause she has kids. She's kind of like, mm, I kind of wish sometimes all this, you know, like where my, my whole brand was just sticking my face and other things in front of people. Um, you know, I thought that was kind of interesting. So I, I think the whole fame and fortune thing, I think we all want the fortune. We'll all take the fortune, hands down. The fame thing, I think we think would be cool. But I think once you're really, truly like, can't walk down the street without paparazzi, I think that's when you're like, mm, mm, can we back up just, can we go back just a little little bit? I don't know. So, so she'd rather be like Martha Stewart or something like where, hey, yeah, like she's famous, but like no one's running down the street to, to, to you know, see her. Yeah. I don't know. So it should be interesting, but I, I just thought well, for me, no. I just going back to, to wrap that up or at least to, to get back to my original point to me, it's the pursuit of happiness. And, and I actually had a weird thing happen about, I don't know, two months after I was divorced where I was actually sitting at my desk and I'm like, this is weird. What is going on here? Like I'm, I'm been it dawned on me. I was like, Oh, um, I'm happy. <laughs> It's been a while, but I'm like, I'm not worried about this. I'm not walking on eggshells. I'm not doing, I was like, I remember this. This was, this is happy. It's been a while, but (laughs) (laughs) so that works. Um, Speaking of uh, Lynn in the chat room says, um, how is the dating podcast coming along? For the record, many, many moons ago, the building a better Dave show was launched because I was going to do online dating. And uh, yeah, again, not in any hurry in that, uh, in that department. We were talking last week about they should do a dating game at PodFest. And I'm like, really? Let's not, you know, let's not make Dave getting laid at a high priority of PodFest. That's really not, not a big thing. <laughs> Wasn't that last year? Wasn't that why they roasted They roasted you? me. No, and that's what I explained to her. I said, look, you, you can have, he said, with his earbuds on it. That's what this does. The Hall of Fame award is used to hold my earbuds. You can have one of these, no groupies. Still, I'm just saying. Not a high priority. Hey, uh, you got to get that in frame, Dave. What are you doing, man? You're I have like, a whole thing. I want to, I want to, I'm going to probably eventually lose the photos behind me, put them on another wall um, and put a big school of podcasting banner there. Maybe. Um, see, that's, that's, I do, I do love the photos though. Yeah. I think I might, I'm looking for a, um, like a, a portable system. Like if there's like a framework, I know they make them cause I mean, Lipson uses one for their banner. And I'm thinking if there's like, I might even go to Home Depot and just get a bunch of PCV pipe to make a little stand and then just Velcro the school of podcasting on it. And then when it's done, unvelcro, wrap up the tubes and have my photos behind me. Um, mm. But uh, let's see. David says, uh, I had hoped to start what kind of podcast? Hold on. I got to copy this and throw this into something. That's always the fun of the chat room. You're reading something and then somebody else asks another question and you're like, wait, I can't see the question anymore. Uh, I'd hope to start a what kind of podcast do I want to start a thing for this month short, but haven't yet. 
Uh, but work kept me so busy. Maybe I'll get something off the ground and just into next month since it didn't get started yet. Yeah. When in doubt, start. The best time to start is is about 14 years ago. The next best time is um, right now. 30 minutes from now. No, yeah. 30 minutes from now yeah. when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> so, ooh, Daniel says I could buy a cheap flat panel TV to put behind me. Ooh, now, hmm, mm. I got one of those right, right there. Yeah, I just don't have any, I, should, I meant to turn it on. I forgot. So that, thank you for that. That would be cool. <laughs> See, then I could put school of podcasting behind it. I could the photos, I, photos. Hmm. Yeah. Mm, now we're talking, especially yeah. with Black Friday right around the corner. Because I have a. Um, that's what I got. That's what Santa brought me last year. Was a a giant flat screen for uh, my living room, and um, so. Anyway, uh, yeah, that would work. Um, see, there, it's interesting. If you look at the chat room, they're doing their own show. I have no idea what they're talking about. Something with PodFest. But uh, <laughs> at any rate, it's it's about time for me to uh, to hit the music here and uh, start to get us out of here. Um, Joe, what is coming up over in the world of Super Joe Party? Oh, man. Well, I, I'm, I'm piecing together my next book idea. I'm about to become a proud supporter of the School of Podcasting <laughs> and as the podcast coach. Um, I am putting together my first ever mastermind group uh, nice. for business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, if you go to superjoepardo.com slash level up you can learn all about that and if, if it's you know find out if it's right for you um and i uh, there's probably other things mapcon 5 is coming up in september uh middlelandpodcastconference.com and and uh oh oh the video dave the video is coming out very soon in fact this morning i got it i i i, I compressed it down to one hour 37 minutes and 37 seconds i see the look on your face it is long af but it is uh, absolutely, uh, it's a blast, and I can't wait to. to it's a feature like but I got to get some IMDb credits for that thing. <laughs> it's a documentary. <laughs> it um, really is of two of like three days long. Yeah. Well, over at uh, the School of Podcasting, if all goes well this weekend, um, you will have on Monday a a monster of an episode all about starting a podcast network and or joining a podcast network, and. Um, if all goes well, that will be ready. If not, it'll be the following week. Remember, next week, no Ask the Podcast Coach, because I will be in DC Podcast, but we'll be back in two weeks, and I think Jim will be back at that point. So, Joe, thanks for being a co-host. Thank you to the uh, chat room, and uh, stick around for some post-show coming up very, very soon, where, um, I don't know, Joe's going to do the hokey pokey or something. It'll be fun. But Turn uh, this around. That's it. Stick I was around. not the curse. I didn't want to curse. That's right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Yep. Stick around.